Hey guys, and welcome back to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. I'm Caitlin from the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers Store, EB Academics, where we do all things middle school all the time. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about some easy things that you can begin implementing in your classroom to help you survive the end of the school year. Because let's be honest, that can really be what it feels like sometimes at this point. Survival right? So let's get through the end of the year together using these three simple ideas that honestly you could start using today if you'd like to. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. Okay, so it is that time of year when students are definitely in countdown mode until summer vacation. But really, aren't we kind of as well, right? I know I keep looking at the calendar, counting down each day until that final bell when I can hand my kiddos back off to their parents and say, tag, you're it now, right? Now, I will say that it is a little bit bittersweet teaching eighth grade, though, because my kids are headed off to high school, and I know that there will be quite a few students whom I might not ever see again, right? And so keeping that in mind, I really do everything that I can to make these last few weeks, these last few moments of the school year count with them. So with that said, let's get into the episode where we're going to cover those three simple tips to get you through the end of the year without feeling overwhelmed or without feeling like you're barely hanging on, (laughs) right? We want to keep you feeling motivated as we inch closer and closer to summer. Okay, so let's start with number one, which is easier said than done, but you can do it, I promise you. And that is to keep your students busy, keep them engaged. So one of my favorite things to do to keep my kids busy, to keep them engaged is to use escape rooms. Now, you've probably seen these all over Instagram, the whole thing, right? And it can be incredibly time-consuming to set up. Sometimes I've done one before when I taught fifth grade. It took me like a day to set up for a day of content with them. And it was just, it was too much. I mean, it was awesome, but I just didn't have it in me. I was pregnant at that time and I was kind of bummed that I had to spend that much time setting that up. So let me give you a little hint from my own personal experience. I use digital escape rooms. And it is so easy. You can literally just copy and paste a link into a new Google Classroom announcement. And just because it's easy to set up does not mean that is not that it is not academic, that it is not hard for students, that it is not engaging for them, right? So ju- the input that I have does not equal the output that my students get. So kind of change your mindset on that if that's something that you struggle with. So let me give you an example of this digital escape room. So we're currently right now, as I'm recording this episode, in the midst of reading The Cask of Amontillado, which is always an awesome read at the end of the year. And what I do is once we finish the short story, I have my students do a digital escape room. And it's something that I actually found and purchased on Teachers Pay Teachers last year. And every time that I have used this resource with my kids, they are immediately engaged. They are immediately working diligently with their partner. And my favorite part about it is that they are thinking critically 
right? They're thinking outside the box. They're thinking in a very different way as they approach these complex tasks in the digital escape room. And I really don't tell them anything. I give them the link and I say, go. And that's it. And they go and they do it on their own and they are just so into it. Um, So I just love that. So go ahead and see like if you can find a good digital escape room that works for what you're currently doing or what you're currently studying in your classroom. And what I'll do is I'll make sure that I include the link um, for the cask of Amontillado, that escape room that I use in the show notes for you, because that same teachers pay teacher seller has other digital escape rooms that are awesome that I've used for like Romeo and Juliet um, and a bunch of different other stories, novels, et cetera, that I've done. So do something fun at the end of the year, but don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to make it feel like the input that you put equals the output that they're getting from that assignment. So just because I, you know, spent a little bit of money on Teachers Pay Teachers and posted the link on Google Classroom does not mean that my students are not getting a ton out of that right? So change your mindset on that if you're having a difficulty with that. Another activity that I do at the end of the year to keep them engaged, to keep them learning, to keep them with me, right, through that end of the year is I have them work on this design your dream house descriptive writing activity. And basically how it works, so you could do the same exact thing with your kids if you want to, is I have my kids kind of take on the role of a potential home buyer and they use their descriptive writing strategies to create a paragraph like a really solid paragraph that describes their dream house so my kids are working on identifying strong vocabulary descriptive phrases Uh, they're transforming boring sentences into like detailed description. So I'm thinking if you ever see one of those real estate flyers, like that's what they're creating, right? So much good stuff. And then at the end of the activity, they create that real estate flyer that advertises their dream house for sale. And my kids love this activity. And I love it because they are engaged. They are learning. They are working on their writing, but they don't even realize it, right? That's some of the best learning that we can do is when they don't realize that they're really, really learning. Um, So that's another awesome activity to keep kids engaged through the very end of the year. And I'll make sure to include the link to that one in the show notes for you as well. So that's number one. Keep your kids engaged. Keep them learning. Like don't don't waste this time. Don't squander it doing something that is not academic, right? Because I know we can fall into that trap sometimes. But these are our precious last moments with them. All right. Moving on to number two, which is something we all need to do. And yes, we hear it over and over and over again on social media. We've basically become numb to it. We hear it so much. But I'm going to say it again anyhow, because I really do believe it. And I really do think it's important. And that is treat yourself. There. I said it again, right? As if you haven't heard that before. But seriously, treat yourself. Seriously, though. And it doesn't have to be some crazy thing. I put together like a little list for you guys of things that I do that have made a big difference for me this time of year that I've started doing that are easy, right? That don't cost money or a ton of money that are super simple and not some outlandish over-the-top thing to like prove to myself that I've treated myself, right? So number one, give yourself permission to leave school one day when your kids do, right? If they leave at 3.30, leave at 3.30 and just go home, sit on the couch, do something that you want to do. Just leave. The grading will get done. I promise you. Number two, something else that I do with my um, colleagues at my school is we'll get our lunch and we'll eat outside together in the sun. So as opposed to sitting in the faculty lounge, we'll 
take a table and chairs outside and we will sit and eat our lunch outside together. And it's just so nice to just be in the sun, to bask in that glorious heat, right? That I love. I know some people do not love the heat, but I love being warm. Okay. Another one is after dinner, go on a walk. Instead of grading and sitting in front of the computer or sitting in front of the TV, go on a walk, right? At least where we are in the United States right now, where I am, the sunlight stays out And so the sun stays out until like eight o'clock at night. It's still nice out. So you could go on a wonderful after dinner walk. And that's just a great way to wind down at the end of the day. Next one, watch your favorite show and open a nice bottle of wine. That bottle of wine you've been saving or whatever it is that you've been saving for a special occasion. This is that special occasion. You've made it to the end of the year, right? So open that bottle up, enjoy a glass of wine, watch your favorite show. And although I know these aren't super glamorous and over the top, but that's the point. These are the little things in life that allow us to enjoy the little things that allow us to enjoy life. They allow us to just stop and to just be, which is exactly what we need this time of year. Okay, moving on to my third and final point, which I absolutely love. I swear I say this all the time, but I really do love this one. If you follow us on Instagram, you've seen me talk about this already, but you need to be using pep talks every single day, every day for you, for your students, for everybody. We all need pep talks. And I like to equate this to working out. I'm not really into going to the gym or going on a run, anything like that. I'm not super into it. It's just not something I'm really, really passionate about. But I know I have to go. I know I have to do it to stay healthy, hopefully live a little bit longer. So when I go to those classes, you bet your butt that I need someone to motivate me all the way through until the end. And that's what we need to do for our students right now, right? As my dad always told me, those final minutes or final seconds of a game, that last mile of the race, that is when we should be working the hardest because that is what separates the champions from everybody else. So our kids are tired right now. I mean, shoot, so are we. But that's the point about what my dad said. When we're tired, when it's the end, when we feel like we cannot go on for even another second, that is when we need to dig deep and get it done. Make it to the finish line with our heads held high, proud of our accomplishments. So every morning from now until the last day of school, I'm going to challenge you to give your kids a little pep talk. Remind them of what my dad said. Seriously, go back and rewind and re-listen to it, write it down, take that and use it in your classroom. These last weeks, this is when they need to shine and show you everything of what they've got to not cheat themselves of these last opportunities to share their greatness with you and with their classmates. This is when they need to give it their all. This is when we need to give it our all. And last of all, tell them to enjoy. Enjoy these last moments together with their classmates, these last memories made, because these are the times that they'll look back and they'll say, man, I'm so glad Mrs. Mitchell kept pushing me to do my best, to be my best self, because that's what we do. We teach our students, yes, but we also inspire them. We change their perspective. We force them outside of their comfort zone so they can live up to their fullest potential. 
We make a difference. You make a difference. So make that difference from right now until the very last moment that you are with your kids. And then close your doors and enjoy your summer knowing that you gave it everything you had in those last seconds of the game, that last mile of the race. And with that, I'm going to sign off for the day. But before I do, I really just want to reiterate that I really, really do want you to take the time and reflect on the message here today about sticking through with your best self until the end. We need those little pep talks just as much as our students do. So really take this into your classroom, implement it, and see the difference made. Okay, so we're done. (laughs) That was fun. It inspired me. I'm ready to go back to school. So if you'd like to grab the show notes for this episode, um, all of the links that I've mentioned, just head over to ebacademics.com forward slash 10 to grab those. Um, And at the end of this episode, I'm going to do a big ask here as well. I really would love for you to leave me a review in iTunes. Let me know what you're thinking about the podcast because if it's helping you in any way, I really want to know, right? I would love to know that the message that I'm sharing is impacting someone else's life in a positive way because that's what it's about. That is what it's about. That's why we are teachers. That's why we have the podcast is to impact the educational world in a much larger way than I ever could before. And so having you here with me, having you listen to the podcast, and if you can take that extra step and leave me a review and touch base with me, I mean, even send me a direct message on Instagram, I would absolutely love that. It would mean the world to me. Okay, now I really am going to sign off. Uh, That's it for today, and I will see you guys next Tuesday.